is Alicia Christian, and welcome to the Eating Me Podcast. Hey, y'all, it's Alicia, and welcome back to the Eating Me Podcast. Happy July, y'all. I can't believe we're already here at this point in the year, but I hope that, you know, this year has been treating you well and that you're taking care of yourself and that you're doing the things that you want to do. Uh, 2023 was definitely the year for me where I was like, you know what, this is my year to really start turning things around and making things work in the way that works for me. And I love the fact that this week, our guest Shaylin Christensen shared a way of eating that works for her family. And she even shared that this method could work for anybody and you can customize it for the way that it works for you. And so that's been my mantra this year is doing things that work for me, as opposed to listening to what other people tell me and how I should follow these certain rules. It's like, what really works for my body? But I love the fact that the stoplight method, which is what Shaylin is going to actually share with us in this conversation that it's you can customize it in any way that works for you and your family and just your overall lifestyle. But before we get into this amazing conversation, let me share a little bit about Shaylin and how awesome she is as a person. So she says, self-proclaimed spirit junkie mom, I've been helping women business owners return to their truth for the last 10 years. Between my numerous certifications and experience with over 100 business owners, I'm confident I can hold the space for us all to rise together as the healthy woman we are. Y'all, this conversation was so awesome. And Shaylin is just a powerhouse. So I will not keep y'all waiting. So without further ado, please welcome Shaylin Christensen. We have Shaylin Christensen yes, <laughs> here with us today. And it was so funny. We've talked about so many things before I hit record, but you know, yes. that's just how I roll. But Shaylin is just a force, seriously, because like, she's doing so many amazing things out here in the world for women. And the things that she's doing, I'm like, okay, I need to be a part of this as well. So I'm actually <laughs> going to do that. And so yay me. <laughs> yay you and me. <laughs> but I am so happy to have you here on the podcast. You know, I am really excited, one, to talk about all the things that you're doing. But I know you mentioned that you're really excited to talk about, um, it's called the stoplight method, right? Yes, the stoplight method. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to stay, I mean, one, I love that you said, quote, all the things, because all the things is like my trademark, like the humans <laughs> who know me in person know, right. all, and it's all over my online branding. So yes, all we could talk about all the things. But um, for just a quick little intro, you know, my, yes, thank you. My, I, Shay Lynn, but I go by Shay for short, the littles and my friends call me Shay, and I'm a self-proclaimed spirit junkie mom, which means at some point, so I got pregnant at 19, became okay. a business owner at 23. And that first year of my of owning my business, my Nana passed away, who is the most important person ever. But she gave me this spiritual shift, like turned a light bulb on for me mm. and made me realize that um, I need that I needed to live from this place where I put the creator first yes. and then let everything else fall from that. Mm. So for me, that's what it means to be a spirit junkie mom. I fill myself first with the creator and then I mom and do all the other things from that. 
That said, it was about that time I was growing my business. My first business was a private studio hair salon. And um, I grew 90% of my clientele by going to a networking group, which an in-person one. So which everyone was at least twice my age. Like it was, you would think so intimidating, but I was a single mom. Like I quickly realized people were not going to just come pouring in. I had to go get, go out and get the business. So I went right. out. So, um, one of the women, and, but everyone was so nice and so cool and welcoming and took me up under their wing. And one of the women who did, she, she represented a company called juice plus, which by the way, I used it juice plus. Do you, you use it right now? Yes. High five. Are you serious? Okay. Listen, I've got the omegas. I use Heck the yes. berries. Yes. I was just talking to my rep earlier. Like we're trying to get things. <laughs> what is happening? What is, okay, so many what is synchronicity? <laughs> the, the humans you that you listeners did not witness a good portion 70% of them already but juice plus I guess is another one tack that to the list it was my juice plus rep and her name's Diane it's that so talk to you later about juice juice plus y'all because it is so when I got introduced to that my son was four years old and he's a sweet boy and we, I thought we ate okay but he like really was a well-behaved boy mm-hmm until I let him have the gummies, you know, those cute shaped character gummies that they have in cars and all the, when, when he'd have one of those bags, if I didn't give him two, he was on the floor, like almost having a seizure. So upset. This behavior that was never typical for my son ever, only when we did that. Mm. So then I, Um, part of our like networking group, people could, would present their business and share more. So I learned from my juice plus rep, like how bad high fructose corn syrup is. And, you know, she'd compare their gummies to, so I found him gummies that didn't, one, we got on juice plus, but then I also started finding them without the high fructose corn and the fits were gone. Mm. Wow. So that, so that, that began my health journey that mm. right there. And, you know, I cut so like, it's just been a journey since, but it was Diana who, um, I started going to her presentations, uh, other things. Like I was just her little fangirl, juice plus fangirl. Right. And would bring my cute little son along who also, you know, was on juice plus and she just right. loved you, but she's the one who taught me the stoplight method. And so this is what it is. The stoplight method is green light foods, yellow light foods, red light foods, right? green light foods. And what I love about this, what I love about it is you can personalize it. It's not usually almost every other diets. Like you can only eat this, this. It's like everyone telling you what to do. Right. Alicia, I don't do well with people telling me what to do. Never have. Never. Me either. <laughs> me either. <laughs> I don't do well with it. Right. So, Like I will take what works with me and ditch the rest. Exactly. Sometimes quietly, sometimes not so much. The stoplight method, you can make your own. You like you get to you and your family get to decide what fits in these categories. Mm-hmm. But there's a really simple category that our littles and ourselves, it's simple enough for adults as we're going throughout our complicated day to be like, oh, this is a red light food decision I'm making right now. So, right. <laughs> so let me break that down what it means for me. So like green light foods are go girl. Eat it all day long, eat as much of it as you want. Right. Go, go, go. Yellow lights, like, okay, slow down, sister. (laughs) 
<laughs> what are you eating really like maybe read the ingredients check yourself mm. right <laughs> and if you know and, you, and you're okay with it because whatever reason you want to be okay with it for but why why mm. am I eating this yeah why am I for me it's like why am I drinking this chocolate milk I'm like well because I actually want to eat 17 cookies but this glass of chocolate milk is a total good trade so yellow light food let's go right <laughs> <You know? laughs> right and red light foods are stop, seriously think about it, and then, again, be prepared to stop. Like, if you have one, like, this is not a food you get to keep eating. This is one you have right. to stop. You have to have mm. a hard boundary. <laughs> I right. can only have five cookies, not the whole sleeve. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I love that whole idea because it's like, like you were saying before, before I hit record, we were talking about the stoplight method and it's a way to just be mindful right. of how you're eating as opposed to, you know, passing judgment, especially to kids. Mm -hmm. um, because I, it's weird because growing up, like we really didn't have any boundaries mm, right. when it came to eating. Like it was just like, just eat it. Like whatever. Whatever like, you food know, you got. Yeah. But on these, on the separate, on the other end of that, it was, oh, you've gained a lot of weight. Oh, you're looking really, but it's just like, okay, how do I balance that in, in a way of where I don't feel judged because I know the food that I'm eating is contributing to that. And it's just all over the place. There's no sense of just being mindful of anything, really. It's, it's right. like a free for all, you know? So for people like that, it's like, how do you bring them into an idea of even acknowledging something like the stoplight method? You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a brilliant question. Like how, um, I don't know. Right. I mean, then it might not even be yeah. a factor for it because I'm just thinking like, thinking about like, if I'm thinking about my mother, I mean, she's passed on, but like, cause I mean, I couldn't go back and ask her. I mean, sure. You know, unless I have some type of serious, uh, uh well, whatever, but anyway, there's um, but yeah, like to, to really go back and ask someone that, you know, raised me in that way in terms of like, like nurturing me and, and like with food, how, you know, how would they be or how would they feel about this whole stoplight approach? I can only assume that my mom would probably have laughed at me. Yeah. Like, girl, please. Like, I'm eating what I want. Like, that's how my mom was. She's like, yeah. I'm eating what I want. I'm living my life. Totally. Whatever. But when you have kids, I'm wondering for people who have that type of mindset, do you then start thinking about, okay, can I do this? for my kids and for myself, like how, how, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's even something that we can even answer, but yeah. it's just something to think about because I know growing up, like I said, it was a free for all. Oh, <laughs> oh and it's, well, that's, I mean, if I, if I try to teach my own mother who's in her sixties, right. I mean, she'd think it's cute and then go get whatever snack, ice cream, <laughs> right. whatever. Right from the fridge and go on about her merry self. And that's fine. That's fine. Yes. I ain't here. Right. I mean, sh okay. And, and, but this is, you know, this is what works for us. And even so with my son, this was 10 years ago. It was when he was four is when I uh -huh. discovered this. So now he's 14 years old. 
by the way, I've had shared custody with him since he was just under two years old. So I'm not even in control of what he eats. Right. Half of the time, at least. Right. And so that's even more so of why um, I just wanted. So here was the interesting thing about being 19 and pregnant. And I have raised, I have learned to be a parent, but, but also reparented myself. Mm. Like while parenting him, I realized how many of my, uh, how much of my inner conversation had been poisoned from what I was told or witnessed to as a child. So I just wanted to instill good awareness in his brain that like, not the shame and blame of just like, oh yeah, like this is a, make it that simple. Like this is a red light, green light, yellow light decision. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and, and even so now that he's a teenager and we're like walking through the grocery store. Okay. So this is mother's day and we're going to go to two movies. So we're like loading up on snacks. Cause I'm the person that sneaks in all the snacks in the movie theater. Me too. I'm buying, I am not buying your $6 box of candy. <laughs> I don't care if, I, if I'm a bazillion, I could be Elon Musk. I'm still sneaking that stuff in my purse. Okay. It's just not right. <laughs> I'll steal from you before you steal from me. (laughs) (laughs) So we're getting candy at the store and snacks for the movies. And he wanted two bags of his gummy worms. And I'm like, dude. Right. I'm like, you know, those ingredients are drugs, right? I'm like, you know, like. Right. Him and I joke all. I'm like, you know, that much sugar is like a drug right like I'm right. I'm letting you buy legal drugs right now as long as we're aware of that these are the guys right. and he's like yes mom I know and I'm like okay hey, right. but two bags of drugs like I'm just feeling a little <laughs> like, I mean he's we like, can get mom. away with one bag but come on yeah he's like mom I'm only a teenager once I'm like okay well this is supposed to be a red light food where you like stop and we're not right. stopping here we're having a total binge moment I don't <laughs> I just want you to have good health. Like this is, this right. is my conversation with the same kid, but as a teenager in the grocery store. And I, I gave in. I let him get the two bags of gummy worms. Right. We had a great time. So it's, but it's fun. It's light. I'm not like, oh, you're gonna get fat. You're gonna right. be this. I'm not deciding anything for him. Right. Just, and let's be honest. I'm funny. I I, I think I'm funny. He probably doesn't now, but I, I'm hoping and. 10 years from now, he's going to look back like, God, my mom is a kook. But she's <laughs> right. right. Now I can't overdose on sugar now because right. I have her in the back of my mind reminding me, bud. Right. You know, and I think that that, yeah. that for me is just gold because, like I said, like I have a 15-year-old, so okay. she'll be 16. And so okay. it is that thing of, you know, really trying to toe the line of like, I don't want you to ever feel shamed of what you're eating, but I also want you to really think about, okay, you realize this has all these things in it, just so you're aware, right? you could feel this way. Like I, we grew up not eating pork and um, yeah. shellfish and stuff like that. And so I've kind of like kept that I mean, like um, practice, practice sure. but I'm now plant-based and vegan. Uh huh. Um, and so at home I cook all vegan food, right? Awesome. And so when she goes out, like you said, you can't control what teenagers no. do. Right. But she went, she had dinner with a friend of hers um, and they went to like Red Lobster, right? And she had, she wanted to try the 
the seafood and she yeah. was sick as a dog and she was like <laughs> and i was just like your body one that is you're not your body's not used to it right. and then two like i'm pretty sure red lobster is throwing in all the butter and all the all the things that make it taste so good but then your body is suffering at the same time mm -hmm. so it's like there was no judgment when she shared that with me but i was like you know you're, you're just not used to eating that stuff so yeah. that's a decision you have to make like am i going to red light food sister now you know that's a red light food situation right and that and see that's that's the thing okay that's actually i'm glad that we're here at the red light situation because it's yeah, like it um yeah everybody's red light like you were saying it's probably it's different for every person exactly exactly right? exactly yeah and that's what diets need to be the whole conversation of like everything this will work that that's not how anything works right that's not how a single thing works right so food's definitely not going to fit into that category either and hmm. and what's cool too about like our kids being the age they are and this is kind of inspiring some ideas of maybe how what I could do for this tangibly like we're going to be teaching them how to drive soon so let's talk red light yellow light green light right I know it is really scary I didn't want to bring it up but we're just being honest here I, yes. I cry about it <laughs> oh See, we live in New York City, and my daughter won't. Oh, technically, she can't drive until was, eighteen. Oh, okay. It's like, so you didn't teach her how to get an Uber. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about as far as she's going to get with the transportation in the car, or, or she's in the car with me. But yeah, they yeah. can't drive here until eighteen. Thank God. Oh, First of all, I don't even think anyone should be driving at eighteen in New York City because it's insane. Like it's, it's totally insane. But no, mm -hmm. I hear you. That's like a perfect way to kind of segue into the idea of oh gosh, driving. But yeah, like. I also am wondering, I'm like shifting here in terms of yeah. the stoplight method. You were saying at one point that you are, you're writing a book that's actually speaking about th this actual method, so, right? Well, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, it's more of like a digital coloring book that I, it's oh, going to be made for little kids. Yeah. But teaching, you know, there'll be an intro teaching parents what the stoplight method is. And then there's going to be activities for littles um to teach to teach them because I so I, I have my boy and I have a five-year-old daughter too and okay. one I homeschool her and two yeah it's been that's like it's a whole um diet is a big part of our world and conversation mm -hmm. and um like I I always want to be respectful of anybody and everybody on the internet of course but um right. honestly like her I split from her dad about a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. moved out a year, but um, him and I got to a really interesting, like toxic relationship with food, with mm. each other. I felt very controlled. Oh, wow. About what I could and couldn't eat. Mm. I felt like she's being controlled, manipulated with food. Wow. Yeah. It got... I got um, summer of 2020, 2021, I was probably the smallest I had been as an adult. Wow. I got really so skinny that my brother, I, I, I went to a, a family camping thing and it had been a while since he'd seen me. And he's like, I don't, he's like, I know you guys are like doing vegan or organic something. He's like, but Shay, you need to eat. Wow. And like, he's never, and I've, I've always been pretty, my weight's fluctuated, but I've been a more yeah. petite person and. And so, yeah, it was, um, it was like, 
and we were struggling so bad financially that we were getting food from the um, from the food banks here. Uh-huh. And he was he was like gone at work and we gone at work for like five days. So I went before he left and uh-huh. got a bunch of food. And then he came home because we didn't ha- we only had one car. And when he came home, he threw out like seventy percent of it because it wasn't organic. Oh my gosh. And I was like, and this is the little conversation we had. I like, I told him, I was like, well, you know, I'm trying to gain weight. Like I'm intentionally eating more and wanting to gain weight. And he says, well, do you want to gain healthy weight? Wow. And that (laughs) ladies and gentlemen is when I barely skipped being on snapped. Okay. Right. Right. Because my brain for sure snapped was like, excuse that me? was yeah I was sitting on the floor I got up and I was like I I don't I think you forgot who you were talking to I'm sorry right right and you know this makes me like now I'm like going down a whole other rabbit hole with this because I'm like I'm wondering how many people are in this type of situation where food yeah. is being monitored in a way where it, it, you can't you can't access it or you not just access it but your your partner is controlling you yeah i don't in have that free way. and it's 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 a really it's a yeah i don't have free dominion over it and it's mm. it's a really weird thing it's a it 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 messed with me <laughs> it's, right. it's it's taken time to recover from that um and then once I got away, I could still see, you know, there was, once I got away, I was berated actually for six to nine months about what I was feeding my daughter because he, he wasn't around. Wow. And he, when he would just hear, oh, you federal, I can't, it was, uh, it's so um, that it's uh, going back to wanting to be a positive inner voice for my yes. children. Um, I want to. I want her to see a side of life where there's not such this intense, rigorous judgment right. on what she's eating and why and um, whatever. Like it's, it can be just this simple, honey, red, yellow, and green. <laughs> right. And thank God that you have that, you know, actual um, tool under your belt, because it's like, if you yeah. didn't have that, like, what that would look like for her going forward. That could be really damaging because I mean, yeah, majority of the people I've like talked to about eating and myself included there, there's some story behind why they have like, some type of disordered eating or whatever. Right. right. And it, and it starts from childhood. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not even our parents even understanding that they are, you know, at the, you know, origin Being of our disordered eating, yeah. you know? Right. Right. Wow. And, and and from her dad's perspective, he thinks he's doing good things by mm. because what he's saying to eat are not bad things. Right. But it's of course not always what we're doing, it's how. How. Yes. And how and people don't remember, you know, what what we say, but how we made them feel. Yes. Yes. So if it feels rigid, if it feels controlled, mm. if it feels like that, no, 
that's yeah. trauma, that's abuse, that's for me anyway. So like, and from what I've heard from all the other humans, basically. <laughs> if you're human, I'm pretty sure you feel this way too. <laughs> yeah. I've talked to a lot of humans over the last <laughs> And to be honest, I've always been, my whole life, I've been that person where people are like, I don't know why I'm telling this to you, mm. <laughs> but I have to tell this to you. Right. Yeah. I was a teenager staying up till 3 a.m. talking to my friend's parents. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. is, wow. You know, and I, I have something similar. Like people will come up to me and, t and I don't know if it's just because I'm a nurse or whatever, but if, even before I was a nurse, people would just tell mm -hmm. me, I was like, maybe it's my face. Like, I don't know if I look I know, <laughs> It's our energy. Alicia. Yeah. It's our energy, right? Like people just feel very safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, so that's like, as a, as an entrepreneur, as a creator, I want to create things that make them, especially the littles. I've got a heart for the littles, for the children yes. all about them. So, and to help the parents like make all of that easier. Um, yeah. because you don't know till you know. Exactly. And I think eating, especially for people who have, you know, I, I get all confused with if it's Gen X, Gen Z, whatever. But I think people who are like, you know what I'm saying? Like people who are who grew up around those time periods, our parents, for the most part, like they were just trying to just get by. Like I, I think about, you know, like growing up, I, my mom was rarely at home. Like it was me against the world and my friends. And like we were just figuring it out. Like then when she would show up, I mean, whatever. But right. for the majority of time and like me spending time, it was me figuring out how to do things. Right. So a lot of it was like a, almost like me parenting myself, but at the same time taking on and like observing what she was doing, but not having that conversation that makes uh -huh. sense. You know? Yeah, totally. Well, and because no one had that conversation with them. Yes. Either. Yes. Um, and I also, also something, something started happening differently to the food and to the food system. I feel like in the nineties it started. Yes. yes. And then it's just like the internet got progressively worse. So there's, there's more stuff. There's more competition, which means cheaper ingredients, which mm -hmm. means, you know, like the level of quality has also gone down a lot since in these last generation or two of littles being raised. Right. Like a lot of parents didn't really have to, I mean, the worst they were feeding their kids is like the convenience of microwave food. You know, right. like that's cool. <laughs> right. And it's so funny. I was sharing with somebody at one point when I remember growing up, like if we went to a grocery store, or whatever, and we went to like the like the butcher section. Like if sure. they were out of meat, they were just out of meat. Like there right. was, there wasn't this demand. Like I demand to get whatever, and then somehow out of nowhere, these this, these packaged chickens and steaks would just show up out of nowhere. Exactly. Like, if the butcher was out, the butcher was out, and you had to come back maybe maybe tomorrow. Like you right. know, what I'm saying? like it wasn't this like you said this overproduction of food that's clearly yeah. not quality. It's just right. get, get it out. They need it. They want it. If There's it looks like food, if it's pretty, let's put red, blue, those dyes, one yeah. out. Um, it's, it's all affecting the kids, though. It is, you know? So it's like, yeah, this, this really cheap production. And so, you know, there's, but 
that's what's unfortunate. I think what makes the red light system or the stoplight system more necessary now than ever. Mm, yes. Is it gives us, there's so much to research and look into and looking at dyes or vegan or like, there's so many things. So, so go through the things and then you get to put them in the categories, you know? Right. Of like, so like, and it's different. So like for my son, the dyes and stuff are for him right now on the yellow light thing. Like for him, he slows yeah. down, but he's not, but he's a teenager, wants to do whatever he wants. So fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. My daughter's five and they will be in the red light. And actually they're not even like, she just doesn't have food with dyes in it. She just doesn't. And actually, yeah. and because I've taught her that her body de- declines it. It's, mm. Like people offer a candy. She, she thinks Halloween candies, toys. Like she doesn't like that. It, it's that's not wow. real food. Like her body just knows that that's that's not real food. And it's like <laughs> I love the thing is I love hearing that because it's like yeah. I wish that that would have been my story. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I crave sugar. I mean, I've gotten so much better. Let me tell you, like I crave sugar like so bad. It's so bad. So bad. And I'm sitting here eating things that I know aren't real food. Right. right? But it's because my body is so like accustomed to it. And it's like, it's like a junkie. Like, okay, where's our fix? What are we doing? Like, (laughs) yes, totally. Well, and to just something I remind myself of to make me feel better about my sugar addiction and for you and everyone else. I mean, that, that one, two things. One, it's by design. Mm. I'm sorry. Yep. They they did a long time ago. Okay. Yes. By design. Two, what's really interesting about food and why it affects us, I think why when I learned this, I was like, oh, it makes sense. Food is the only like non-tangible, non-human thing that can fulfill all five love languages. Go wow. look up love the five love languages and watch food be able to check off every single one for you. My mind is blown yeah. right now. Right? It's, and I don't have them rehearsed, so I'm sorry. I literally have to go and Google them and check them off. Right. But I challenge you, go Google the five love languages and watch food, check, check them all off. That's how well, complex our relationship is with food. I am like, okay, listen. These are <laughs> five, I'm, I'm literally Googling like, Okay, okay. The five <laughs> love languages. Yes. The five love what languages. Happening. Okay. So five love languages, gifts, words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service and quality time. Oh my gosh. Yes. So you see how like it can like fulfill those feelings. I guess the words of affirmation gets a little unclear for me. Right. But, um, but you know, words of affirmation could be a thing of like, let's say, like you cooked a meal for your family and everyone's like, oh my God, it's exactly. so amazing. Oh my so gosh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, oh my gosh, so everyone good. loves my cooking. You're, oh, this pie is so good. This is so good. This, this Yeah, there you go. That's how you. That's so it. I don't have chills all over. Isn't it wild? I, I literally have chills because I'm thinking about, I'm taking it back to my mom, taking it back to my aunt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a part of their love language. No yes. One, that they were the best cooks and they made the best this and this. And uh-huh. they were just like, I'm the one who makes the best potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. 
and they've got people, they've got a fan base to back that up. So they're yes. making it up. They've got the words of affirmation to back that up. Holy cow, Shay. Like, what? I know. <laughs> I never thought of it in that way. I read that in a book, and I wish I could tell you which book. It's <laughs> That's okay. not mine either, though, okay? So, listeners, anything that comes out of my mouth is regurgitated. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Or but from I the Holy Spirit <laughs> What'd you say? I said, or from the Holy Spirit itself, but regurgitated nonetheless. <laughs> Listen. I, my mind is blown right now. And I, you know, and that speaks to so many things when it comes to food and eating, because it just, it basically fulfills just any and everything in regards to how you feel whole. Mm -hmm. I'm done. Like I, 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 I don't even know. <laughs> Stop recording. I, I, I honestly don't have anything left to say. <laughs> She's like, we're done. We're done. Yeah. No. We're just, no, but yeah. But really though. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, it's a powerful reminder for when I feel weak to my mm. own cravings. Yes. That Shay, you're not weak. You have been deprived of relationships your whole life that were oh, meaningful in a way. So if you're using food right now, that's okay. Mm. But, and then this is where second step where it's been good to have the stoplight simple system, even in my own brain of like, do you really need to eat the red light version though? Or can we bump it up to the yellow light version and not right. feel so shitty right. and bloated or whatever? Right. You know? Because that's the thing. It's like when I get into that state of where I feel like I need some cookies or I need some cake, I like go to town and I feel like crap after. Mm-hmm. And I love that idea of where I can just pause. Yes. And I know that takes practice with, let's be, I mean. Of course. But here's, <laughs> here's that pause as analogy. It's the same moment like when, when you're running late and you pause at that yellow light. Are you going to run it or are you going to stop? Mm, yes. Sometimes I'm going to run that yellow light because I'm late. Or sometimes I'm going to run that yellow light because I have a craving and I'm emotional. I don't give a F. Right? Exactly. Like when you run the yellow light, you don't give a blank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's it. It's just like, and that's I don't okay to care. be that way sometimes. But yeah, ideally, most of the time you see the yellow light and you slow down mm -hmm. and you stop and you do the right thing. Right. 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 The safe thing. You do the safe thing safe that keeps thing. everyone. Yeah. Right. No, I hear this is, I'm like sitting here, like, you see me. Like, if you guys can see me right now, I'm just going to shake my head. Like, I love it. Hand on my forehead, just <laughs> SMH, SMH. Like, I don't even know what this, like, this is wild. Cool. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Thank you for, for inviting me and for, like, putting the post out there. Because, like you said, like, this isn't really, like, this topic of food isn't, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a health coach. Right. Um, I'm an entrepreneur who's a mom. So like I create digital products for all kinds of things, but right. this isn't my like wheelhouse topic, but I was like, no man, but I was just felt kind of drawn to you. And I was like, this is just something I want to talk about. So well, this is your wheelhouse. I mean, the fact that you're even <laughs> getting, putting yourself, I mean, I know you learned about the stoplight right. method, but the fact that you're now incorporating in a way that you're sharing it with other, with other moms and parents, like that is amazing. Yeah, thank so many you. People, they just don't know where to turn when it comes to eating. It's just like you don't want to shame your kid, 
But you know, the crazy situation you grew up in is like, I don't want my child to deal with that. Like, I'm still right. unlearning all that from when I was, you know, nine, 10, whatever it was, you know? Right. So, right. You know, you are totally in the right place. Because <laughs> yeah, like, sometimes we feel like that that imposter syndrome gets us and we're yeah. like, am I the person? No, you are the person. Yeah. You have well, the lived experience of I this. Do yeah, I, I do have that. And and I've got two kids who are like, I'm. this is another thing. And I just tell myself it works. I, I, I'm, if I, I'm grateful out loud or on paper for their health every mm. single day. Yeah. And we make good choices beyond that. But um, yeah, both are, I have two very, very healthy kids who have a pretty well adjusted, you know, relationship with, with, with food. And so, amazing. Um, yeah, the proof is in the pudding, I guess. And that's, yeah. and, and now it feels good because so like my whole younger life, it was assumed that I had a fast metabolism and that's why my body looked the way it did. And it's like, mm. No, I'm 34 now. My body looks like this because of the choices I make every day. Yeah. Because of what I put into it and what I do with it. So, yeah. And I'm not like, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, the best, not the worst, but it's not, you know, it's, it's real. And that's, I think that's, again, what I like about my method is like sharing this is it's real. It's, applicable it's not so many rules <laughs> right and like you said it's real it's practical it's like okay like i can actually see myself doing this and customizing it for my life yeah totally good, but good, i good. wanted to before we go yeah. i would be remiss if i did not ask you because you brought it up a few times that you're an entrepreneur <laughs> what is shay doing and you have to talk about these tea parties. Done. Okay. okay. <laughs> She's like, okay, so she, Leisha wants y'all to have the tea. Exactly. Let me plug this in. So, um, so I've been, I've been self-employed for a decade. Amazing. I'm 23 years old. And it started out, like I said, with the salon. And, but since I've been a virtual assistant, I've literally worked with probably over a hundred entrepreneurs in the last eight years, helping them build their business. And what, and then the last year leaving that situation, like I told you, I was, I kind of got rid of all of my old clients uh -huh. and launching. Um, I have an Amazon business that I'm building right now. Amazing. <laughs> That's what I've been doing, but it's been really lonely. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. lucky and so um that's I was recently like literally this month inspired to create wealthy woman w-o-m-b-a-n tea parties for the creative entrepreneurial women that want the support and there's no there's this is a it's like networking but not mm -hmm. um where we're going to talk about three things mainly I mean, we're going to go all the places, but a container is necessary for the feminine energy <laughs> to not be chaotic. And so those three things that we're going to have tea over, which are like, you can have tea, you can drink whatever you want. Right. But like, you don't have to drink anything, right? That's just the, like, that's just the energy of it. It's this right. tea party where we're going to, to get come together to, you know, embrace the wealthy women that we are by talking about the things, which one is... We're going to talk about what we're wrestling with. 
because we can't really focus on anything till we address that anyway. Right. Talk about that. And then we're going to talk about what we're winning at because, you know, you got to shift that, like what's not so good. And let's talk about what's good. Right. And then we're going to, and then I'm going to pull, I'm going to find some kind of virtual hat. I'm going to pull a woman's name out of the hat and they're going to get to riff for five minutes. I love that. And just, yeah. And just, and just go. And, and I want it to just be a space where we can connect and, network and build relationships and be accountable to ourselves Yes, and have a space to say the things like, dude, this, like, you know, for me, for me to have a place like this, like my manufacturer in China and like, I can't communicate with her, like all these things that I have no one to say them to. And it right. gets, you know, it gets isolating and lonely. And then that slows down my momentum of creating mm-hmm. this wealthy woman presence energy. Right? right. So, and, and then I get on and I talk to other women entrepreneurs. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm not alone in this. And so, yeah. um, so yeah, so more than welcome, go to wealthy woman, W O M B A N.com and get on the tea party waiting list. It's not even a real thing yet. It's just a waiting list right now. Right. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to be the tea. Yes. <laughs> I listen, I as soon as I since we end, I already told Shay, I was like, I am signing up for the tea party. I am here for all the tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a gossiper, but like I'm here for this tea. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, yeah, that's like it's not like it's I'm never what people think that I am. And so my stuff right. is never what you think it'll be either. It's right. like the gossip. And but what's cool about it is like it's it's truly spilling our own tea. It's yes. spilling the gossip in our own head. Yes, I love and that. And giving it a place to go. Mm-hmm. And then being like, okay, but like, what's the real gossip? Like, what are you really doing that's cool? I'm like, oh yeah, I'm actually like, I, this is what I'm winning at, and I have this thing. And then, right. And then, yeah, like, who doesn't like to just talk for five minutes? Everyone does. Everyone. We doesn't. don't have time for everyone. So just once a week, we're gonna oh, let someone. Right <laughs> And like, what a good improv practice to be put yes. on the spot and just, just speak from your heart, girl, and flow and see what comes out. Oh, I love, and I love that. I love yeah. that. I think, you know, as we continue on with more women doing all these great things, like the women, like our voices are so needed and our presence mm-hmm. in this world and the way of just empowering others is definitely needed at this time because I feel like the world is upside down right now. So we need more feminine energy and positive yeah. energy out there as, as, possible, more, as much as and possible to stay connected and we need more women um who are who have more income and, and impact and yes. that, like that's that those are my that's why i chose those two words is income and impact like that's that's what we that's what a wealthy woman does to yeah me. yeah and we need as we need as much of that <laughs> It's possible. So right. we, so in order to all of us get out of our own way, we, we need each other. Yes. Yes. To get out of our own way, which sounds funny. You think you would just need yourself, but like, I, I need more than myself to get out of my own way. Cause I am in my, cause I'm yeah. the problem. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm, I'm like raising my hand. I'm like, yes. Yeah. So, yes all so of that. if, if you, if anyone listening relates or feels like that would be a good time and it's, it's a, it's a free thing. Like it's right. not something that you have to go to all the time. Every just, it's just going to be a group. And when you're able to make it sweet, pop in. Awesome. And I'll share all that in the show notes. Awesome. Oh, Thank you so much. Oh my God. This was amazing. Yes.
Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for, for having me and letting me riff <laughs> with you about all this. This was the best, what, 42 plus minutes? Yes. I, I, yes, this I is great. Talk. This is great. <laughs> thank you so much. Like I said, I can't even talk. Blah, blah, blah. I'll share all this information in the show notes, y'all. Ah, this was a great conversation. And thank y'all for listening to this week's episode of the Eating Me podcast. I'll see y'all next week. Thank you, Shay. Bye. Thank you. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Eating Me podcast. I am so happy that you all keep coming back to listen to these awesome conversations. And so please, if you have not please subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't rated or reviewed the show, please take the time to rate and review the show. These conversations mean so much to me and I hope they mean that much to you. So definitely continue to rate and review, start rating and reviewing and continue to share or start sharing the podcast with those that you love or those that you're trying to love. (laughs) All right, y'all. I'll see y'all in the next episode. I love you. Bye.